0: Hi, welcome to Popcorn Takes, a pop culture podcast featuring movies, media, books, etc. I'm Marcia,
1: and I'm Mike.
0: <laughs> and today we are discussing Casablanca, 1942.
1: That's right, a romantic drama film directed by Michael Curtiz and starring Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman, and Paul Henreid. Can read <laughs> that's right. Filmed and set there in World War II, Bogart's an expat who operates Rick's American Cafe in the Moroccan city of Casablanca. Correct.
0: All right, well, uh, that is a good synopsis. Uh, do you want to do your popcorn?
1: Yeah, you Yeah, you can give yours first.
0: Um, I'm, well, I mean, I know it's a classic. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I probably should give it a five, but I'm gonna give it a four and a half.
1: I it is it's a five for me. Okay. One of the few I don't know if I've ever given a five on the podcast before, but this is this has uh this has, I think, it's got all the elements. I mean, obviously, it's a classic, right? Yeah. But so, I was shocked when you had never seen it.
0: Correct. This
1: was so, my first time
0: viewing the film. <laughs> I have never so, sort seen of it.
1: unplanned and unplanned. Hey, uh, you've never seen Casablanca? Like, how how is that possible? Um, and I'll say two. I, you know, it's got all the elements. I, it's it's romantic drama, but not overly romantic. You know, when you think about when it was filmed in '42, it was set in World War Two. Like these emotions and feelings these people were having. I mean, this was real. This it's a movie, but this was real stuff people were going through, yeah. right? I mean, it's you know, people were really being driven from their homes and having to try to try to leave these cities. So it's it's not just some romantic nostalgic thing when it came out. So. Yeah um i i the characters are interesting um you know it's it's funny it's tugs at your heartstrings a little bit so yeah you know i it's, it's uh it's a movie everybody should see i mean and again it's got so many famous lines and yeah, quotes and, and stuff it, i mean
0: it's clear after watching it why it's a classic yeah yeah so.
1: exactly it's really well done i mean even to watch it today it's an entertaining you don't sit there and at no point watching that movie do you think, oh my gosh, is this ever going to end? No. Or this thing is really dragging at this point. Like, it sort of builds from actually kind of a slow start
0: yeah, to sort of only, a crazy finish. It's only an hour and like 42 minutes. Yeah, so they really... not quite a tight 90, but very close to a tight 90.
1: Yeah, so... they did a really good job with it. So, it's yeah. a, it's a, again, perfect for a movie. I if, agree. If, it, it like you know it didn't need to be
0: i agree you know
1: three out we've struggled a little bit with some of the films that we've I been know, taking because up because
0: we have so many on our list that are three plus hour films and <laughs> where do you find the time for a three-hour film to not only watch a three-hour film but take notes and then have a discussion about it afterwards
1: it's a, it's a yeah it, it it is so so Oppenheimer, one day we will get to you, but one we don't. Day. We don't know. Truers of a Flower we,
0: Moon, maybe.
1: <laughs> and I'd really like to watch that one. I but,
0: mean, but I would too, but I'm with you. It's, I mean, whew. over three hours long. I don't, I, I don't know what filmmakers think we have all this time for. And we talked about we talked about they they probably
1: don't have children. Well, <laughs> we talked about Titanic. Yeah. I saw
0: it twice in the theater when it came out. And wow. I was, like, in middle school when it came out. And, um, and then I don't think I've ever seen it again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright.
0: Um, so, we open up with on a map of Africa. I, I can speak. We open up on a map of Africa for the opening credits. Um, and then for the opening scene, we start with a globe. And it starts discussing World War II refugees. Specifically, French refugees, the people fleeing from Paris, originally flee to Marseille. Yeah. Um, And then from Marseille, they flee to um, Casablanca. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then some flee further from Casablanca, but some stay in Casablanca. Mm -hmm. Uh, At this time, Casablanca is a um, French town within Morocco. Is that, or is Morocco is part of is it's,
1: it's French Morocco? Okay. So this was, it's not actually a, its own country. It's part of France. Okay,
0: all right. So um, we we open the first uh, line spoken by a character. Are um, a man uh, on a radio, and he is radioing into um, to the people. Are not the people? Maybe it's the um, the police and. Casablanca Mm -hmm. and he says that um that two Nazis I guess high ranking Nazis have been killed and that um they need to round up all the suspicious characters
1: (laughs) yep round up the usual suspects
0: yes um and uh, these particular characters they found intelligence saying that they were headed to Casablanca so Mm -hmm. um they're getting that um communication um so they, they are. The police are rounding up people in Casablanca in the streets. And a man tries to run. He's shot in the back. And he has some free France papers in his hands. Uh, and then we see them rounding up um, more people. And they are rounding up these people for the Nazis. So.
1: Yeah, and just, I mean, if... if- a brief bit of history, I think it's pronounced, I'm looking up, the, so it's part of Vichy, France, which Vichy, France was the, it's the head of, was the capital of France, was in Vichy, so what it was, was it was a government that had, of France that had made peace with the Nazi Germany, and the Nazis recognized that as their official government, but it was really sort of, Heavily influenced by the Nazis in Germany, so it was a real. It, it, the government was constantly trying to walk this tightrope of pleasing the Nazis, but while maintaining some semblance of French freedom. Mm-hmm. Even though everybody kind of knew that if Germany really wanted to invade them yeah. again, they could. So,
0: and it was to brave Germany would later.
1: That's right, and and also just so when Casablanca was released, it was time, it was almost war kind of propaganda ish world war two because it was released, uh, just after the allies had launched the invasion of North Africa. So, you know, again, so it was kind of set in this time right before the allies were to invade and, and free that part of Africa. Gotcha.
0: Okay. So, um, we see an airplane flying in. It is a Nazi plane. Um, Then we see um, the um, Rick's American Cafe. Um, It's a misnomer; it's not really a cafe. It's a bar, (laughs) and uh, a gambling situation. Yeah. So
1: kind of a speakeasy.
0: Yeah. Um, And so Rick is the owner of the place. He's very apolitical, and he's also very standoffish. Yeah. He doesn't drink with the customers. He doesn't really...
1: As he says multiple times, he's willing to stick his neck out for no one.
0: Exactly. And also, he doesn't let people in that he doesn't want in, and they can kick rocks. You know, like, that's it.
1: Regular tough guy.
0: Um, so there's a, a, a guy that comes in, and um, you can tell this guy is a con man. He's, he's got that whole, the way con men speak, you know, just like buttering you up, you know, just all that stuff. But he says that um, we find out he smuggles people and that he says he's getting out of Casablanca and um, he only trusts Rick. <laughs> so he gives Rick these papers to hold on to for him. Um, and then Rick slips that package of papers into the piano.
1: Yeah, he's the petty crook, and I sure I butcher his name Ugarte. Ugarte. Yeah. And yeah, he, he boasts, you know, he's bragging to Rick about these letters that he's the one that killed the German couriers that everybody was looking for. Yeah. And they had those papers and letters of transit, which was the ability to leave Casablanca and go to Portugal and then fly to the Freedom in the United States, or wherever you wanted to go, so yeah. there was everybody's willing to pay and sacrifice to get these letters and kill for, kill for these letters during this time because yeah. they were hard to hard to get. You had to bribe officials, as we see, and do all sorts of other things to right. try to get these papers.
0: So, um, yeah. also the guy who owns um, the the blue parrot comes in and he offers to buy uh, Rick's cafe, and Rick says it's not for sale. Mm-hmm um he's uh he seems a little smarmy in this scene but we see later he's not as smarmy as he may seem maybe maybe he is but at least we see later he has a little kind-heartedness to yeah
1: that. and i think that's the, the first half of the movie set kind of sets that these are all jaded sort of you know it reminds me of star wars when he when the at the uh Tattooey, where where they're at the where they're the drop of the huts, hang out wherever where it's sort of this. People come, people go. You don't ask questions, sort of. Yeah. Element and everybody's a little sketch and got Nobody their own. Nobody trusts anybody. Everybody's <laughs> a little sketch and has their own game going.
0: Yeah. So um, we see this girl at the bar, and she's mad at Rick, but she's mad at Rick because he's not in love with her. <laughs> And uh, he sends her home. He tells the bartender to stop serving her, and he sends her home. And she's not very happy about that. Um, we also see the chief of police. He comes in. Um, he is the chief of police for uh, occupied Morocco, or I guess it's unoccupied. It's
1: yeah, Vichy France. Okay. So again, it's it's a puppet government set up, you know, that Germany recognized. And then you have Free France, which was the government. Germany overthrew
0: So he's French and he welcomes the Germans um, and he reports to the Germans uh, whenever they come into town
1: That's right, Captain Louis Renault
0: Yes, um, so Louis Renault wonders why Rick doesn't go back to America uh, They're they're sitting out front having a little chat They have a rapport
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and uh, he, he gives Rick a heads up that they're going to arrest the guy who murdered the Nazis uh, in his bar. And uh, he tells him not to go warn the guy. Because he yeah. knows that he knows who did it. And um, and the, the Germans are going to be there to witness the arrest. They want to see the pomp and circumstance of it all. They want to see it. Uh-huh. So uh, the... Um, uh, Renault also warns him that uh, Victor Laszlo is coming to try to buy his way to America. And Laszlo, we find out, is this figure who is um, strong in the French resistance. And he was a uh, concentration camp survivor who escaped. Um, So the Nazis are not really happy about him coming to Casablanca and potentially getting his way to America to freedom.
1: That's right. Because they know he's not really going to leave. He's, he's going to continue the, the war efforts and trying to help the resistance.
0: Right. So um, he, uh, he says that. Uh, Laszlo is going to need an exit visa, actually two exit visas because he's got a woman with him Uh and a woman that he is not likely to leave behind as he's had her with him the entire time. Uh Um, and so, uh, we've already said all that. Okay. Um, Major Strasser is with the Germans and he does come in and he is the major for, um, the Nazis. And uh, he comes in and he, he says he wants the best table and he wants to sit with Renault. Um, and the the guy who gave Rick the package earlier, what would you say his name was again? Ugart. Ugart um, is the one that they're there to arrest.
1: That's right. They figured it out. He's the culprit.
0: Right. So um, Ugart comes to Rick and asks Rick to save him and Rick's like "Uh, I'm not involved man (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um, he says he sticks his neck out for no one and then um, they they grab him and then he makes a break for it and then there's a slight little shootout but then they are able to get him arrested um then Major Strasser comes and he wants to question Rick a little bit. He wants to find out what Rick's motives are. Um, they ask Rick if he's going to help Laszlo escape, and he's like, again, like, oh, it's not my policy.
1: Yeah, and you find out that Rick, he, who, while he claims to be neutral in all matters, he ran guns during to Ethiopia, which was kind of a revolution. He also fought in the Spanish Civil War, which, um, if you you know sort of the sun also rises by Hemingway yeah you know it's kind of kind of that type of character where he's he's a free he was a freedom fighter and then obviously something has happened to to turn him into just this giant kind of cynic
0: yeah so like um, because the Nazis say you know we know about your past right so like that's why they're asking if he's gonna help Laszlo because they Mm -hmm. you know he's got a history of being a freedom fighter Mm -hmm. you know So, um, but he says he's not, he's not trying to help Laszlo. He's not trying to help anybody. He's just trying to do his own thing. And, um, Laszlo shows up at the cafe. And, uh, a man signals, so a a man approaches him and is trying to sell him a ring. But he's not really trying to sell him the ring. The ring has inside of the ring when you open it up it has this insignia that signals to laszlo that this guy is on his side
1: yeah free the free french
0: yes um but he i guess the guy said he was norwegian though
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so um
1: and and a lot of a lot of everybody was sort of and again because laszlo i think was czechoslovakian But Czechoslovakia was also overran by Germany. So you found this sort of resistance and pipeline, if you will, of people trying to get out of Nazi-occupied areas and and get their way to freedom.
0: So, um, you know, he basically says, I'm at your service. And so Laszlo's like, all right, uh, let me meet up with you at the bar in a little bit. And Mm -hmm. so the guy walks off and the um, captain of police, uh, Renault, comes to sit with Laszlo and the girl... And, um, she recognizes the piano player, Sam, Sam from Paris, and, uh, Major Strasser comes over to the table and tells Laszlo that he must report to the police office in the morning Mm -hmm. for some questioning. And, uh, Laszlo says, yeah, sure. I'll be there. And, uh, it's very tense, but nobody mouths off or says anything crazy. They just do their thing. Um the the girl says to Victor, she says that she's scared for him. and then um, she also has to report to the police station with him. He the Captain Strauss, or Major Strasser made that really clear. Um, and then Victor leaves her at the table and he goes and he meets at the bar with the Norwegian guy. And um, we find out that the girl, the girl signals Sam over and uh, the girl uh, knows Rick. Mm-hmm. So we find out the girl knows Rick and we find out her name is, I thought it was Elsa, but I read it Elsa Ilsa. So anyways, Ilsa is her name. And um, Sam, the piano player tells that her, she's like asking about Rick. He's kind of, play... he... Sam's a good friend to Rick. Yes, he is. Sam is like, uh, Rick's not here. I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is. Uh, And then she's like, well, play play our song or whatever. And he's like, I don't know that song. (laughs) (laughs) He knows the song. Um, So eventually she convinces him to play it and he plays it. It is as time goes by. And then Rick comes over to chastise Sam for playing the song. And he sees Ilsa. And... uh, Rick sits down to drink with them at the table, which he never does. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, now Victor is back at the table. So it's Ilsa and Victor and Captain Renault, because Captain Renault makes a comment that he never says. Like, in- oh, Louis,
1: yeah, yeah, Louis says you're breaking, you're breaking your traditions here.
0: Yeah. So, um, so it's uh, you know, interesting times here.
1: Yeah, it's immediately obvious to the captain that something is is different.
0: Yes. And then Rick says he remembers the last time he saw her and the, the day the, the Germans marched in on Paris.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, and then uh, everyone leaves the bar. It's time, closing time and all that. Um, Rick drinks alone. He is um, distraught. We see he's distraught. And Sam comes in to ask him when he's going to go to bed. Again, Sam being a good friend. <laughs> yep. Sam comes in and he's like, Hey man, I think it's time to go home. You know, because he uh, Rick lives upstairs yeah. above the the bar. Yeah, and um, and and Sam's like, I think it's time for you to go to bed. And, and Rick's like, No, I think she's gonna come back. And Sam's like, No, nah, man, that's not happening. Why don't you go ahead and go to bed? And Rick's like, No, you go home. And he's like, No, I'm gonna stay here and keep you company. Yeah. So Rick, uh, so Sam starts playing the piano, and, and walks Elsa. And, um uh he you know he's playing as time goes by and when when Ilsa walks in and so he makes himself scarce um, and then we see a bunch of memories
1: yeah flashback kind of a flashback to
0: sequence of Rick and Ilsa together yes
1: there while they when they were lovers in Paris
0: yeah they're in a convertible they're on a boat they're celebrating with champagne um, he says, "Here's looking at you, kid." They're dancing. Um, you know, he's asking her why she's, you know, why she's not with somebody else, and she says that the other man in her life is dead. Um, yeah,
1: but don't ask too many questions.
0: Yeah, and then um,
1: that was sort of their theme: no questions.
0: And then we see when you know when the Germans are pressing in on Paris, where they're at, and mm-hmm. um, and she's worried that they're going to find out about his record. And, um, and she says they need to leave. And he says, again, that here's looking at you, kid, line. And then um, uh, he says they picked a terrible time to fall in love. Um, and um, she's worried. She says there's a price on his head from the Nazis. And they make a plan to meet at the station to leave. Um, he says he wants to marry her in Marseille and or on the train even. And she starts getting real cagey. Yeah. She is she's not wanting to meet at the hotel, she's like, No, meet me at the station, and then she's not committing to anything. I mean he's talking about wanting to marry her and she's like, Oh, ah, you're so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not the way you want a proposal to go. No, no.
0: And he is not picking up what she's putting down. No. So, um, uh, he, later when he's at the train station, it's like last call. Yeah. And pouring rain. He pouring rain. And Sam comes in, up and Sam says, uh, she's not here, but she, she already left the hotel. She's mm-hmm. already checked out but she left a note and he gives him the note and the note says that, um, she cannot join him, mm-hmm. um, that she cannot say why, um, uh, and that she will love him always. And yep. that's, you know so sam and rick board the train and rick is crushed and um
1: Hence his foul cynical nature yes he's heartbroken poor guy
0: so um when uh when when ilsa comes in you know sam makes himself scarce uh rick is a little drunk at this point in time mm-hmm. and he is not very nice
1: he's mad <laughs>
0: he's big mad <laughs> and um and uh the it, it, she tries to explain what happened and he gets mildly with her yeah. and then she's like never mind then and yeah. then she leaves and then the next day um the germans are looking for the letters that rick has um and uh, Laszlo and Ilsa show up at the police station like they were scheduled to do. And Rick goes to talk to the guy over at uh, the Blue Parrot, he's like giving them time, your to-
1: Ferrari, yeah,
0: Ferrari, that's it. Um, and they're, they're he's giving the the Germans time to go through his place because he knows that's what they're doing, yeah,
1: yeah. Again, him and Louie kind of have this understanding, yeah,
0: of- they, ha- they have a rapport, yeah.
1: And he's <laughs> like, Hey, you so yeah, they were. You know, you kind of... Certain things have to be done for pretense. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's it's like they know. Which leads to one of the funnier lines later on in the movie.
0: Yes. Um, uh, we find out that Laszlo and Ilsa would be allowed to leave if they give the names and locations of the enemies to the right. And um, Laszlo says, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You know, that's never going to happen. Um, and then we find out that the man arrested the previous night is now dead. Um, I keep forgetting what his name is. Ugarte. Ugarte. He's dead. Um, unfortunate for him. Uh, but they make it very clear that they can make Laszlo dead too. They're just trumping up whatever they want to say about his death. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the implication there is crystal clear. Yeah. Um, so while Rick is meeting with the owner of the blue parrot, um, uh, they, they talk about he, the Ferrari guy says that the owner, um, he says that those letters are worth a fortune. Yeah. And he basically says he knows that Rick has the letters <laughs> and Rick's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, then Rick sees out El- Ilsa and he try he goes, he decides to, you know, go and talk to her. And, um, out as he, as he's walking out, he sees Laszlo and he tells Laszlo to go talk to Ferrari. That's the guy you want to talk to. And, uh, and so then he tries to go talk to Ilsa because now he's sober and he wants to hear what she had to say. And she's now she's not <laughs>
1: No, Yeah. Now she's big man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but she does end up telling him that Laszlo is her husband, and that um, he was her husband when she was in Paris as Ooh. well. So shot to the shot to the heart there yep. with that one. Um, the owner of the blue parrot says that he um, uh, that he can only get an exit visa for Ilsa, not for Laszlo um but she won't go alone. Yeah. So the owner of the blue parrot tells them that he thinks that Rick has the letters and the letters are basically the only way he's got out now. Yeah. And um we're we're back at Rick's and the Germans are there and Rick's old girl, the girl that was mad that he wasn't in love with her is now walking in with a new beau,
1: a German officer. A German
0: officer. <laughs> so um
1: she is steady trying to make him jealous oh
0: she is and he does not care (laughs) um so uh her new beau gets into a fight with a french guy at the bar and rick breaks it up and he's like no politics Mm -hmm. i don't care who you are no politics and um then a young girl comes in Uh, We've seen her a couple of times in the movie so far, but she hasn't been like a character. She's just been kind of background. But she comes in and she pleads with Rick to help her make the right decision. She wants to know if um, Captain Renault is
1: trustworthy. Is Louis trustworthy? A loaded question because he definitely placed both sides of the aisle.
0: Right. And we find out that basically... Uh, it costs a certain amount to get her exit visas, right? Her and her husband. Yeah.
1: He wants an exorbitant amount of money, but he is also willing to trade certain favors from her. Yes. For the visas as well.
0: And she's trying to figure out if it's worth it. If, if, well, for one, if he will stay true to his word, if right. she does what he wants from her, yeah, will he still give her the visas? If
1: she puts out so they can get out.
0: Right. And then she's also nervous because she's willing to sacrifice that in order to save herself and her husband.
1: Yeah. And she's,
0: and just, she's worried that he won't understand or love her or Yeah, and you know. she's
1: she gives a speech about if, if oh if you know, if she were to keep this dark secret but it was for a noble cause. Yes. You know. And you you learned that as it goes that it's sort of a mirror yeah, it's of a kind foreshadow. Of, yeah, of, of kind of what's happening throughout.
0: Right. So, um, Rick is, says that Renault is trustworthy, but he also goes into the gambling part of his little operation, and he helps the husband win enough money for them to be able to pay for their escape. Yeah. Um, and
1: and you see you see one guy after he does that. You know Carl, who's sort of the maitre d' manager, bookkeeper, and another one of Rick's close friends, we're one of the customers asking, "Is this an honest establishment?" He goes, "Sir, <laughs> what? You know what? Whatever do you mean?" <laughs> After he hits the same number like three times in a row in roulette, which.
0: But Carl <laughs> is also giddy with excitement that Rick is gone yeah and the honorable it's thing. it's
1: because it's kind of a break from his character throughout the first this is the right. first sort of chink in the armor you see of rick as a is a kind of a good person
0: right because, Well, you can tell so sam is his friend from paris but you can also tell that carl has yeah that, that same kind of feelings towards rick that yeah. like he's a good guy he's the owner you know and but yeah. it's like he's he, now he's and like,
1: everybody was giving him hot congratulations oh, like everybody was so happy. happy that he did that for them even
0: the bartender who's a russian guy comes around yeah. and gives him. A well heart. she
1: was bulgarian i think she was she Russian. she Bulgaria? was bulgarian yeah so yeah. he was yeah he was he was happy
0: yes so they're all very happy that rick has done the, the sweet thing and helped this couple out um Captain Renault <laughs> is not as happy. I mean, he's happy he's going to get the money because they're going to pay for their exit visas, but he's not exactly happy about losing the carnal aspect of this deal. <laughs> he says to Rick that he's bringing in a breathtaking blonde tomorrow night <laughs> and worry. that she better lose.
1: <laughs> so... And, and I we didn't mention it earlier, but the other funny thing is when they're in the office when uh you know they they've made this bet on whether or not laszlo oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually escaped, is gonna get is, out, is yeah. gonna get out. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost it's, it's
0: yeah rick actually bet that laszlo would, would get escape out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah this is before this went down yeah ten thousand francs and
0: and, and, like and either yeah.
1: one of them at any time like the the captain could arrest him at any time yeah. if he really wanted to rick could give them the papers at any time if they yeah. really wanted to it's obvious that they don't, you know, that that mm-hmm. that they're not really you know, the Germ that they're just sort of you know, paying whatever, you know, to the Germans. It's sort of tongue in cheek how they how they treat the Germans and this that's nobody really wants the Germans around.
0: Yeah. So, um Laszlo go Laszlo comes and he goes to, to Rick. Because now, now that uh, Ferrari has told him that um, that Rick has the papers, oh excuse me, that Rick has the papers to get out. um, Laszlo is going straight to Rick. Yep. And Rick says that he's not going to sell his papers for any price, and that Laszlo should ask his wife.
1: That's right. Go ask your wife.
0: And that's that. Um, and then there's this, uh, contentious outbreak between, so, um, the German soldiers have decided to start singing a German song. Um, I guess it's their,
1: I watched him rhyme.
0: Okay, So I guess it's There was like It's a
1: German patriotic anthem
0: Yeah And then Um Laszlo Is not having it Everybody's just kind of like Looking at them Like Uh god Yeah Yeah. Like uh And then Laszlo's like No And so he goes over to the band Yep And he says To play The French Um
1: La Marseille
0: Yeah So Uh There are more French people In there than there are German
1: people Well it is Vichy France
0: Yes and so the French are drown, louder. Drown them yeah, they drown You could tell.
1: Yeah, and, and
0: and it's everybody joined and, Like, and the, the band
1: leader looked at Rick. Rick kind of gave him a nod that yeah, you can go ahead and do this. But
0: yeah, so like the band is playing. The singer starts singing. Everybody starts singing along. Um, even even old girl <laughs> who is dating the German soldier guy, she starts singing yeah, she the French, it. and yeah. she's she's got tears in her eyes as she's singing it. So, um, that really makes Major Strasser mad.
1: Yeah. And he, he tells, uh, Louis, he, you know, that, hey, this is what I thought was going to happen. He's going to come here and stir up a bunch of, a bunch of resistance.
0: Which is a little, I mean, he, I mean, maybe he's stirring up a resistance, but also you instigated it with your German song. Yeah. But that's not how, <laughs> that's not how they're going to see it. Oh, that. no. I know they're not going to see it that way. Um, so, uh, so he tells Renault that he, you know, you shut this bar down now. Yep. And so um, Renault goes to Rick and he says, you got to shut it down. And Rick's like, what are you talking No, Renault stands up and tells everybody they got to leave.
1: Yep. And bars closed.
0: And Rick goes to him and is like, what's going on, man? And he's like, uh, I'm absolutely shocked to find that there's gambling in this establishment. <laughs> and then the guy comes up to give him his winnings. And he's like, thank you. <laughs>
1: I'm shocked, shocked to see the gambling.
0: <laughs> shocked, I say. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, Major Strasser also goes over and threatens Ilsa and Victor's lives, basically. Yeah. To just Ilsa, but she he's threatening them.
1: The, yeah, it's the clear Ilse. after this that if he hangs around, regardless of politics and pretext, oh, the yeah. Germans are going to do something to him and they don't, you know... Even though they don't technically have jurisdiction, like Strauss at this point they'll figure it out. Does not care. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like whatever. They're you know, which again is sort of the was sort of the arrangements with them in France in that Vichy French government. Anyway, it was really just kind of a puppet.
0: Yeah. So um, Victor and Ilsa are back at their little apartment, or wherever they're staying. Um, it's it looks like an apartment. It's not just a hotel or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, they've been tailed the whole time. They know that, um, and so they look at the tail. But they also we find out that Victor has been going to underground meetings, and Ilsa asks him not to go, but yep. he's like, "I gotta go." Yep. And um, and uh, Victor asks Ilsa if there's anything she wants to tell him, and she says no. Yeah. And that that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> but um so he ends up going to the underground meeting and she goes to rick and uh carl is going over the books with rick and they're talking about for how long they can survive while not being open because he's worried that they're gonna have to stay closed yeah um and uh he uh carl says he's going to a meeting and rick says don't tell me where you're going yeah And then, um, Ilsa shows up after Carl leaves, and she's come to beg for the papers. And Rick says that he's, um, that he's the only cause he, he fights for. Yeah. I'm, I'm the only cause I'm fighting for. Um, because she's like, you know, it's not just for me and Victor that these papers, like, Yeah victor is a strong arm of the resistance
1: yeah big things are happening you see yeah. how he led people here
0: yeah and um and he's and she's like aren't you aren't you in it for the cause and he's like no i'm no i'm the only cause and um and he says then that he doesn't care if laszlo dies and then she pulls a gun on him <laughs> but she can't pull the. Trigger. a very
1: half-hearted gun yeah pulls. and he
0: knows she can't pull the trigger He's yeah. like, go ahead and shoot me. And he, you, you, he walks we, closer to her and puts the gun I'll right make in this this. E- I'll
1: make this easier for you. You'd be doing me a favor is what he tells her. Yeah.
0: It. And um, she cries. And she says she can't. And that she still loves him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, she tells him everything. About her marriage. About um, the letter saying that he was dead. Um, that he, she said she got a letter saying that he got shot in the back trying to escape from the concentration camp and he was dead. Mm -hmm. And so she had, she thought he was dead.
1: Yeah. And then, I mean, we're this is the forties, there's no, I mean, in in a war torn area yeah, communicate. And it's
0: it's not like it's beyond the Nazis to shoot somebody in the back trying to escape a concentration camp. Absolutely. Um, and then she tells him about finding out that he was alive, that she found out the, the, day, they the were, day that they were going to be leaving.
1: Hence her caginess.
0: Yes. And, um, and she, do, she says she doesn't know what's right anymore and that she needs him to make the decision for her. She you still loves- You have to think
1: for both of us. Yes.
0: And she still loves him. And, uh, again, says the, here's looking at you, kid, line. Um.
1: The first real thaw between them.
0: Yes. Yes. And um, Carl brings Victor back to the cafe while Ilsa is still upstairs with Rick. Um, but that's because uh, the meeting that they were at was broken up by the police. And mm-hmm. um, Victor actually got injured. Not badly so, but he is bleeding. Got
1: cut diving out a window.
0: Yeah. And um, and so Carl brought him back to, to Rick's to, to, for safety. Um, so... Um, Victor knows that there. I mean, so Carl comes upstairs.
1: Yeah.
0: Rick, Rick says, calls Carl yeah. upstairs.
1: Says, "Take Elsa home." Yeah, and, and so, then he goes down to talk to Victor.
0: To Victor, right? And then um, Victor basically says that he knows there's something. Yeah,
1: he's like, he's like, listen, y'all can be catty with this, but it's obvious. It's obvious yeah. to everybody. And you know, he's not mad because he says it's nobody's fault. He yeah. says I he says I haven't pushed because it was something that, you know,
0: yeah,
1: nobody could do anything about.
0: Right. And um and uh while he's there, the police do come in and then they they yeah. take Victor away.
1: And and one thing when him and Rick are talking though, he's he asks Rick to take Elsa and yes. leave. He says, "You take her. I know you have the letters. I know you just don't want to give them to me because yes. we're together. Take her and leave." Yes. And so
0: Rick knows yeah. that he and and Victor has been telling Ilsa, "Yeah, I love you all the time. I love you. I yeah. love you. I love you." you know oh know yeah, what? yeah. We know that that um, we know that. That Victor loves Ilsa. And even when she was trying, when he was trying to get her to take the letters yeah. from, or to take the exit visa from the Blue Parrot guy. Yeah. Um, it Just because it was only, he was only able to get it for her. And he was like, you should take them. And she's like, I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah. And, and it's a, that's an important conversation to have because I think it, clicked, it finally clicks in Rick's mind. Oh, it's not really all about me. She wasn't just being a jerk to me. You know, here's this great circumstance that happened, and and her husband really does love her. Yes, and wants I mean, what's best. Willing, yeah, he's, he's willing completely to given to her. give up himself yeah. for her, and so it's his first sort of chink in his armor, where you know, again, where you kind of see his character sort of turn. Yeah. To uh, what was it? Renault always accuses him of being a sentimentalist undercover. Yeah. yeah. So it's the first time you kind of get that feel that oh, he actually is a sentimentalist.
0: Well, I think the whole thing is is that um, he kind of hardened his heart after the whole yeah. Elsa thing, and I think every, he's starting to thaw. He's
1: yeah, now to... that he realized, again, he realizes it's not just some, wasn't just some, you know, spied or shot at him. It was just a weird circumstance at the time. Yeah. Which, again, when the movie was made, would probably resonate with a lot of people. Because, oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of hardships. Although, the movie does a good job of not quite letting that on yet.
0: Yeah 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 you don't know yet. you don't know yet, yet how
1: b- that big cover how big that conversation point was but you find out like a little bit later
0: so we you know the captain is questioning rick and rick is you know answering and it, uh, they're in uh the captain's office and rick says he's gonna leave casablanca without ilsa yeah he says leave your men behind but also let's set Laszlo up for a bigger crime. Yep. Let's let's not just be do a real little... feather in
1: your cap for yeah. the Germans. So call off your dogs.
0: Yeah. So like don't we don't wanna spook him. I just you come and we're gonna we're gonna make it a bigger arrest, a yeah. bigger a bigger crime, and um and I'm gonna leave with Ilsa. And yep. and Renault is like, sweet, sure. I I'm I'm gay and so uh uh so yeah. he gets him to set Victor free for this whole plan to work, and um, Rick then goes and sells his club to the Blue Parrot owner to Ferrari. Yep. And um, and then the captain comes in to arrest Victor, but because uh, it's just Victor and Ilsa and Rick. And now he's, Rick has told Ilsa that it's just him and and Ilsa that are going to be Yeah, because Ilsa
1: said she couldn't leave him again.
0: Yeah. When they had,
1: when they were having a moment. And Rick, Rick, so Rick tells Renault, hey, arrest Laszlo for the letters. So I'm going to give it so he, because everybody knew he had the letters. Again, it was sort of a unwritten thing. He had the letters. Renault knew he had the, I mean, yeah, Yeah. he, Louis knew he had the letters. Yeah. So he was like listen i'll give laszlo the letters you arrest him because they kind of trumped up a charge to arrest laszlo right this would give them something really major to stick
0: substantial yeah yeah
1: and so he's told he's told louis and ilsa that there hits him and ilsa leaving and yeah. that it's them on the papers but then he gave the papers to laszlo yeah he
0: gives the papers to laszlo the captain walks in the captain's like hey i'm gonna arrest you now <laughs> and rick is like not so fast not so fast my friend so rick pulls a gun on renault yeah and he says you're going to call the airport um and you're going to tell them that um laszlo and ilsa are going to be the ones leaving and um and so uh however renault does not call the airport he calls major major strasser and so Strausser now has the heads up and he's getting he's got called somebody to go to the airport. Now, Victor and Ilsa and Rick and the captain are all now at the airport. And um, Rick basically says, um, he's he's sending the two of them to safety. And he says to Victor, he says, you know, she came to me uh, yesterday and she uh, she was actually upstairs when you came in with, with Carl last night. She was trying to convince me she was still in love with me so she could get these letters. And I said, you know, uh, I know that she was just doing it to try to get the letters. Mm-hmm. And so he, he's like, here's the letters. <laughs> yeah. And um, he sends them on his way. I think...
1: And he makes Louie sign them to be official. <laughs> yes.
0: And I think Victor knows the Il- the Ilsa Probably
1: so. I mean he's things. I mean Victor is sharp throughout. Like yeah. he, he he gets things. Like he's he's a very cool
0: But he also sees that yeah. Rick is sacrificing his own well being in yeah. in his own situation in Casablanca. To send them both away. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, it's and that's when you realize that, yeah, he, he really is on their side and the side of the
0: resistance. Yes. Inside. And also, both men realize that yeah, they there's love a, the same woman. Yeah.
1: And, and, well, that... And there's also a bigger picture. Because yeah. he tells them, you know, Elsa couldn't stay because she knows...
0: She'll be in trouble. She'll, she knows She, she
1: knows... Yeah. She knows all your resistance plans. You, she works with you on this stuff. You'll have to go so that, you know, so that the war effort can continue. So... Correct.
0: So, um, so we get, um, the famous line, we'll always have Paris and another, yep. here's looking at you kid. And, um, yeah, Rick. Victor, when Victor finally realizes everything he, he says to Rick, he says, welcome back to the fight.
1: Yep. So, and, and I like the line that, uh, Rick, you know, maybe not today, maybe not, you know, when Rick makes Elsa get on the plane, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. You know, but soon and for the rest of your life, you'd regret not going.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the, he's right. Yeah. So, um, uh, so Major Strasser ends up showing up.
1: Yep, he tries. <laughs> so here comes Strasser to try to stop the plane.
0: Yes, and he picks up the phone, and Rick tells him to put down the phone, and he doesn't. And so Rick shoots Major Strasser, <laughs> and then the captain. <laughs>
1: Which at this point, you know, Rick thinks he's in trouble. So yeah, Rick yeah. figures at this point he's he's got he, nothing to lose. He's going gone to jail. Yeah. There's nothing else he can do. It's yeah. everything's over. Uh, oh,
0: and by this time, uh, Victor and Ilsa. Are yeah, on they've the got plane. the plane, and yeah. you're seeing the plane leave. Yeah, yeah.
1: So they're by. They bought enough time for the plane to leave.
0: Um and so um so
1: and all the rest of the Germans show up. The yeah, the other show, up show up yeah. right after Strasser does, and after he's been shot.
0: And then Captain Rinald <laughs> says.
1: Somebody, sh-
0: somebody <laughs> shot Major Strasser. It
1: appears Major Strasser has been shot. Round up the usual suspect. Yeah. So you find out that he's got a soft spot too. That he's, yeah. he's, he's not really committed to the German cause at all. He, he's going to let Rick Whoa.
0: and then we find out that the captain says that he can arrange their
1: leaving Casablanca. That's right. Especially with the ten thousand dollars that Rick <laughs> he yeah. now owes or cranks that he owes Rick. I guess it's not dollars, yeah. it's franks, yeah, but franks. He owes Rick for because Laszlo escaped. <laughs> yes, because he <laughs>
0: won their bet. So <laughs> so now he owes Rick ten thousand dollars ten thousand francs, so he uh you know, he can he can uh, so, afford to, to pay for
1: their yeah, exit funny pieces. H- yeah.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> and um and so uh rick says the famous line i think this is the beginning
1: of a. louie this is the beginning of a this could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship so yep so everybody ends up doing the right thing and everybody parts and rick's still a little bit sad
0: yeah but
1: you know again that's why i thought i think that's why i think the movie works good too because you know it's it's a happy ending but not like a super happy ending but kind of a happy ending
0: well, so. I think I think that's the beauty of it. I think yeah. it not being tied up in the neatest little bow yeah. is more realistic and also it's the beauty of of yeah. real life that like sometimes things just don't
1: Yeah, sometimes work out time, how you Sometimes want them to. Ti- sometimes timing is everything and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, and I am pretty sure Cosm Walk, like, I think it won best picture. Because it wasn't super successful. I mean, it was did good at the box office, but yeah. it's sort of grown in successes this time and age. But, yep. And that's the end of the movie. They never made a sequel.
0: Interesting.
1: Nowadays, they'd make a sequel. You'd have yes. five Casablanca's. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> don't, Casablanca don't 5. Don't put it out there. Rick and Ingrid in New York.
0: Don't put it out there because somebody will be like, hey, we should do a remake of Casablanca. I'm surprised
1: somebody hasn't done a full-on remake of it i mean you could do it in modern settings or something i mean well i think lord knows we're making our way through all the agatha christie Mm -hmm. stuff now so it's
0: not just agatha christie it's basically anything they can remake they're gonna they've remade yeah i mean you you wanted us to watch predator there was a predator remake (laughs) there's been
1: 18 predators at this point
0: and then, so, like, I mean, just at any yeah. movie that you can think of, they—I mean, even movies that you're like, that movie's not that old. Why are you remaking it? Like, yeah, I just.
1: Well, and the Predator thing. So you know, R.I.P. to Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed. Yeah. So he passed away this week. So that's why uh, everybody's. That's why Predators at the top of everybody's list. Aww. So I don't know. I guess better call Weathers movie Predator or the Rockies.
0: Wasn't he also in the Star Wars
1: movies?
0: No? I thought he was in... I thought he was <laughs> The Mandalorian or something. Oh, he was.
1: Uh, no, you're right. I thought you meant like the original. look at like I'm crazy. <laughs> no. Well, people always get him confused with Lander Calrissian.
0: No, that's not what I would say.
1: So. so, yeah. But, yeah, that witch is Billy D. Williams. Different. Yeah. Different actor, so. Yeah. But that's always kind of a people always say that it was kind of a...
0: no i i thought i had seen the mandalorian
1: he was he wasn't the mandalorian yeah. so i do think he was i never i've never seen all of the man i watched a few of the episodes. yeah you know. i
0: watched the first season and that's about it so
1: not i've had I've, there's enough star wars stuff out there for me nowadays
0: so much star wars stuff star wars and marvel both got into that thing where it was like they were releasing it, like multiple movies every year and it's like it just you can't keep up with it's it and much. then tv shows and, yeah, well just it, like,
1: they just repeat themselves like yeah. there's nothing interesting about it anymore like i don't know like, this sort of what we just said like how many like i like the cartoon spider-man so the the spider-verse ones yeah but really honestly how many more spider-man movies do we need yeah I mean even the kids have lost interest at this point which is sort of that target demo. Yeah. I mean I don't, I don't think I don't outside of again outside of the spider verse.
0: Well the fun thing about the the cartoon version is that um, there's so much more you can do with cartoons than you can do
1: Yeah. with live. Well version. it's it's an interesting take but even now they're going into the multiverse and all this stuff yeah. where it's so that, and that's sort of been you know I don't know it it gets 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 a little old sometimes for me
0: yeah but i mean as far as like the storyline might be like the multiverse storyline is starting to get overdone i agree but what i'm saying is this like the things that they can do with animation versus what they can do with live action is so incredible I think that's why the Into the Spider Verse and the Across the Spider Verse have been so successful.
1: Mm, possibly,
0: um, and just the stylistic choices I think are interesting too, and a really good soundtrack.
1: They do have a good soundtrack. Casablanca had a good soundtrack.
0: Casablanca does have a good soundtrack.
1: It's got a very good the music, and I, I, I won't. Yeah, I would because it's it's definitely. Um, I think music makes a well, lot sets of time. I mean, you can't hear as time goes by and not think of music. Well,
0: now, I can't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. I don't let... You know, I wonder how many people under the age of 35. Well, let's say. I wonder how many people under the age of 40 have actually watched Classic Walker.
0: I don't know. Because, I mean, you say... I mean, like, it's a, it's a classic. I know that. And I hadn't watched it before. But also... It was already forty-two years old when I was born. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no,
1: I, I, I get it. I'm just, I, I just wonder how many people, like, you know, now would go back and watch something like that because I, I think the I movie mean, holds about, up. That's an eighty-year-old movie. I, I, but it, I think it holds up. It's still it, incredibly it does. It does entertaining. It is. It it, is. You don't sit there and watch that and think outside of the black and white. You don't, you don't sit there. I mean, and there's some things in there again that that show its age. Yeah, with it well, obviously
0: but, the Nazi storyline. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: but I mean, again, it's always funny to me how you know. Again, you don't see people smoke cigarettes as much and things like no. that. You know, the way Sam calls Rick right Boss sometimes. You know, it's it's definitely got, it's definitely you can tell it's an old movie, but gosh, it, the, it's still funny. I, I think sometimes you miss on the funny because you're busy taking notes. Yeah. During the movie, so you can't quite get into the groove of the movie because there were yeah. several take th- because we several times th- where you miss pickpocket where he grabs the guy's stuff and then carl bumps into him and immediately sees who it is and pats himself down yeah so you know I, yeah
0: i had to rewind that to watch yeah so scene. i
1: think so there's a lot so there's and and again renault louis throughout is i mean he's he's just he is, he's
0: such a strange character uh, to yeah me because like on the one hand he is funny
1: but he's also kind of creepy and he's sleazy yeah, yeah
0: exactly yeah. it's like how should I be laughing at this line about the breathtaking blonde that's coming in? And she better lose. I mean, like, I don't like what he's doing, but also, he's, yeah, I mean, he's just so unabashed well, about and, it.
1: And then that's that again. I think that's where uh, where they do a good job writing with the movie and st- like it's it was a really good, you know, it was a really well written movie. And, yeah, to make you sit there and think that, you yeah. know, like to have in in such a short movie where you don't get a lot of background character about him. See sort of the character change throughout, and then you realize, oh, underneath, he really is kind of a nice guy. Yeah, you know, and so it's it's sort of a I don't know. It's just it's well done. It you know, well that's done, there's there's not much you can say about. It. Sometimes you just watch something and it gets done well. So
0: I don't know about you. Um, I will always have a soft spot for World War Two era
1: oh yeah I, it's one I of my mean, favorite time periods of
0: i think of it specifically for my grandfather and i was thinking possible specifically yeah specifically for your grandfathers do you, yeah do you absolutely. think of them when you watch something like that i do
1: yeah man? absolutely absolutely just because my you know my 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 dad's father my grandfather on my dad's side he uh loved those old movies and stuff yes. like that he had such collections of them that was his favorite thing ever to watch he loved Cinema and movies, and especially old romantic, romantic style comedy. So, yeah,
0: the very first time I went out to California to see them,
1: yeah,
0: he had me oh, sit he, down he, and he watch he an was, old he black on and, a and white movie. You, yeah.
1: yeah, so he, he's, he's, so he's, yeah, I, I absolutely do think about okay. that sometimes when we're, when we're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so if you haven't seen Casablanca, yeah, check it out. Definitely, it's it's again, it's it's worth a watch. I've seen it multiple times. It's. And that's sort of how I rate, like, if I, a a really good movie is something that I can sit back down and watch and enjoy.
0: I don't know. There's some movies that I think are, like, masterpieces and, like, a feat, but I don't think I'd ever want to watch them again. Yeah,
1: but see, I don't give that, a movie like that, a high, I would, I might give it a high rating, but I wouldn't consider it, like, a Mount Rushmore. Yeah type movie well this Um,
0: one i understand why everybody loves it so much
1: it's it's definitely definitely got a lot going for it
0: all right well if you enjoyed the podcast if you enjoyed this episode uh give us a like rating review whatever wherever you get your podcast from um and as always we encourage you to make some popcorn